Awesome. Episode five, Cookies and Milk Talk. Uh, we have a special guest today. I'm really happy to to introduce him. His name is Carlos Grijalva, one of my Peruvian Incan brothers. Uh, met him a few, few years ago back, what, college time, right? Yeah. Around that time? Yeah. Um, Long time ago. <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been a while. I'm, yeah. what, I've graduated already from there. It's been a while. It's been a while. I don't even want to think about it. But um, today's topic is um, how to launch your Twitch channel. And um, the other day, I saw you have your own personal Twitch. And um, I was really excited to, to reach out and see and introduce, or bring you onto the podcast. So um, if you could just introduce yourself a little bit. Um, what do you do? How'd you get into Twitching? Take it over. Welcome. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Carlos. So my gaming journey started uh, when I was a little kid. I played mostly Blizzard games. So that means like Starcraft, Diablo, uh, offline. And I would say I started when I was like 10 years old. Um, it just played by myself kind of like offline. Maybe uh, I think my stepdad is who introduced me like officially to the games. And I would play with him a few times, but mostly to, by myself. And then I don't think it's quick, it took too long to start playing online. And once I started playing online, it just introduced me to this whole world of, you know, online competitive gaming. And really the game that kind of just pulled me in was StarCraft. Um, and I'm talking about StarCraft 1. So this game was the first game to become a competitive esports, which, you know, back then, that word that didn't even exist it, it was just you know a bunch of nerds who said it um but it basically meant you know it, let's consider competitive gaming as a sport and let's pay these players some money so sponsors came in uh big sponsors like intel skt telecom um and mostly this was re all revolved around korea in the i would say early 2000s that's how starcraft came around and around that time, it was the only game that was played at this scale of, you know, sponsored viewers, people that were going to stadiums to watch these, you know, two nerds go at it. Um, so and early, and early, in early 2000s, it was unheard of. So that's what really got me into it. And I started playing it uh, and seeing the, these pro games a lot. And that's how and I think that was, you know, in my middle school years. Uh, then I I kept playing. I got like I got good, but I never got sponsored or anything in StarCraft One. Then StarCraft Two came out, and in a uh, while wow, it came out 2010, so 10 years ago exactly. And that's when I got into like the actual competitive, really really competitive, where I actually got like pretty darn good. I got ranked top one in North America server. So that that's pretty good. So what? It, it, if yeah, if anyone's like familiar with StarCraft, there's Grandmaster. So I got to the there's only 200 Grandmasters in the whole server. I got in there eight times in NA and two times in Europe. If anyone's familiar, uh, but basically how it works is it's a very very small percentage of the entire population of StarCraft players that get into this Grandmaster League, and then that's how I got in. And once I was in there, then it was really easy for me to pick up sponsors. And I got into this team that paid me a monthly salary and gave me uh, Razer products for, I would say, four to five months. I was sponsored. Um, and I went to a few tournaments. Uh, they paid for, you know, the, the flight. And then I mostly played online tournaments and I went to one. I never won any tournaments, but I was I got pretty good where I got uh, I was able to beat people that were pretty well known. 
which is what got me into that this is the intro into twitch so i started beating these people that were twitch streamers themselves and when you beat someone that's you know that has like a thousand viewers two thousand viewers your name almost starts getting thrown around of course so my 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 name you know days got thrown around and people started you know commenting like hey you should throw um start a twitch channel you can start coaching you can start giving tips and that's where i started i started maybe 2000 i don't know 15 16 slowly it's hard at the beginning man it's four years already four or five years yeah and i haven't been consistent at all i haven't i've honestly have not uh i think if i if i have had been more consistent i would have gotten a larger viewer base you know but like recently I got this urge again to to do it again and you know now I have a little bit of money to throw around so I can get all these like you know nice camera nice lighting and and a lot of things that streamers don't get when they start off right like you know four years five years ago I didn't have this stuff so I you know had a shitty webcam you know you don't have that much of a good quality and those things matter they matter what's what's like the ideal uh, setup for a twitch uh, channel for a twitcher so I think I think having good lighting is important. So having your face, you know, be centered and have a pretty good camera that is well defined, I think that's really important. Then engaging with your viewers. Uh, I see a lot of gamers don't do that too much, especially in StarCraft. StarCraft is such a mind-focused game that you can can't really get your mind off it uh, while you're in the game. So it's hard to engage with your viewers, but if you do that, if you're able to do that and play the game, I think that's when you get a lot of viewers and a lot of content because your your, your viewers start to be interactive with you. And that when you get into that flow, I think that that really improves your, the quality of your channel. And how like so you say engaging with them, like but what, like what do you like for me? I don't know really what to talk about when I'm streaming, and my channel's not like I think yours is a lot more professional looking than mine which is just like the screen and like my camera on the corner right um and maybe a watermark of my name on the bottom but like how do you how do you come up with these talking points i guess um so i have a hard time myself when nobody is talking in my chat so Mm -hmm. when when nobody's talking in my chat it's hard to just bring up something so i'll usually if, if that's the case i'll usually just cite something randomly about my game itself about what's going on currently or i'll try to uh bring up something some story that happened in that day like very recently so i can you know make it interactive but usually i get in the flow when people start chatting in the in in my twitch chat then it's really easy to just kind of like keep that conversation going right um and even though they say only a few words or a few sentences you can build off those few words or few sentences and kind of just you know keep bringing them along and maybe like leaving it open-ended so that they have a chance to respond to whatever you said you know? got you got you do, do they ever ask about like your setup and like what kind of computer you have because i'm sure like that, that's a thing in the gaming world right your your computer yeah i think uh yeah so that's another thing where you know you need a little bit of money to invest in uh i think having a strong you know i7 i5 processor to stream uh increases the quality of your of your streaming you can stream at 1080p now you know before maybe even like a year ago 1080p really was only for the partner streamers um where it's just such a big 
bitrate that you're passing over to the Twitch servers that a lot of people weren't able to stream at 1080p. Now it's almost become a standard, like, you know. Uh, so yeah, you want to start with like good specs on your computer and, you know, a lot of people like to share them and whatnot. Um, yeah, yeah. And also memory. Memory is important because you're running a bunch of applications. You're running the streaming application and you're running your game and then maybe some music. So it's very heavy on, on the memory running multiple applications at the same time. Damn. Okay. And do, are you an AMD Intel? Uh, who, what's your, what's your processor? Um, I've invested in stocks in both, but I own, uh, Intel. Intel. I okay, own okay. Intel. Yeah. For and Nvidia for my graphics card and Intel for my processor, for my CPU. Gotcha. And is this the only computer you have your gaming computer or do you have like different ones that you do other things on? Uh, no, I only have one. I mean, I have a Raspberry Pi and I have my work laptop, but I only only have one. Desktop What's a Raspberry Pi? You say it like, like I know at least. I don't know. <laughs> a Raspberry Pi is basically this CPU chip that allows you to, and it's bare bones, so it doesn't come with any operating system. You can put whatever OS you want on it, and it's okay. basically this thing that allows programmers, techies, hardware geeks to mess around with the CPU. You could put sensors on it. You could put motion sensors, temperature sensors, thermometers, uh, you know, a lot of things that you can do to build your own little, you know, detector or little robot, little anything that interacts with the vi physical devices and you can program it to, you know, make it a switch, like a, a light switch. So a lot of people do fun, like cool little house projects with Raspberry Pis and they're pretty cheap. So yeah, you can get them just for fun. So not only do you have a, like a, a very, I would consider it successful background in the gaming industry, and now you have your own Twitch channel, but you, you also um, code, right? From, from that and from my experience of just knowing you, you do understand coding <laughs> language or that. Yeah, that yeah, I guess I didn't uh, talk about that part in my introduction, but yeah, I do work at Microsoft, uh, so I'm a software engineer there. Uh, I work with AI there, so yeah, I do know a little bit of coding, and I'd say Java, C Sharp, and JavaScript lately are my best languages. Um, so yeah, it does help um, to you know know that have that background to you know getting an intro into Twitch gaming, um, and there's a lot of cool little things that you can do every now and then where you can customize your own code. Like for example, uh, the other day there was. Uh, just editing your panels in Twitch, you can put in custom HTML code uh, to, you know, the columns, there's like default three by three columns. If you want to update that, you have to touch HTML code. So it was pretty easy for me to do that. Damn, that, that makes sense. That's, that's really cool. So do you think it's um, like the basics, basic HTML language that you that you'd have to learn? And, yeah, um, yeah, it's very basic. Okay, yeah. okay. So then, kind of, it it could be anybody can actually do it if they like try to or learn. I think so. I definitely think so. I don't think it's anything out of this world. I I think it should be pretty reasonable. I mean, you know, unless you really want to have a professional looking channel, then maybe you want to get someone to help you out. But gotcha. for the most part, I think you know, people can do it on their own. And then, is that like a service that you would provide? To, for someone if they were like hey like hey do you dude i, I need you to fucking do my my whole twitch channel 
or, I, or do I, you know people? <laughs> I don't have service. I don't think I don't think I'd spend too much time, but I would definitely like invest in someone if they need help in. Um, I can give tips and suggestions for sure. Um, what's your set up their Twitch channel? What's your Twitch channel? So it's twitch.tv slash surdays. Uh, I mostly surdays. stream StarCraft 2, com high competitive StarCraft 2. Uh, and then every every once in a while, I'll throw in some Overwatch and uh, League of Legends. I'm going to share my screen for the people who are watching live. This is his channel. Oh, this is pretty cool. You have 157 followers. That better go up today. <laughs> That's really cool. I've been uh, watching you for the, for the past couple of days since since I started watching. Since so I, the difficulty about oh sorry sorry to interrupt you, but I was yeah. just gonna say that uh, the inner the the difficult thing about StarCraft is it's such a, a hard game to follow if you don't really like grew up with it or if you don't understand it. So yeah. it's for newcomers that have never played the game, it's hard to them for them to know what I'm doing basically mm -hmm. right I, and and that gives me an opportunity to go and talk to them right if, if, if you're new and, and to the game go ahead don't feel bad just go and say like what the hell is going on and I will you know gladly explain yeah so can you can you give like a brief synopsis of what you usually have to do like how's like what kind of strategies you use or what what do you do what do you have to do in the game so StarCraft is just uh, RTS so it stands for real-time strategy uh, and then basically it's a high pace chess um mm. you pick one of the three races and you it's a one that's what it became famous for is it's one versus one mode and it's just you against the other player and it's a matter of who kills who first and it's a, a mixture of you know managing your resources gathering resources and building army either a, too much army too little army too much resources too little resources so it's like this game of strategy whether you know you want to take risk or you don't want to take risk you want to attack now you don't want to attack now you want to be defensive so it's a very dynamic game you know it's gotcha. like it's it's a chess it's the best way to explain it is it's fast-paced chess got you and then so you you do these streams like what every day I've been trying to be consistent, like a couple hours uh, a day, uh, especially during these quarantine times. I think it's made it a lot easier. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I think it's made it a lot easier to be consistent with the streaming. And I've noticed a lot more people are playing games as well, just in general, like population of, of users have grown. Yeah. And um, so I know there's like an affiliate program or what, what, what kind of programs do they have for, for streamers? At, like. Like milestones, Twitch. yeah, on Twitch. Yeah, so on Twitch, there are two milestones uh, to begin with. The first one is the affiliate that you mentioned. Mm -hmm. uh, that one's usually a lot easier to get. Uh, so I'm already affiliate. I think you have to have like 10 average viewers and you stream for like 20, uh, 12 hours consistently. And then uh, I think seven days, um, seven separate days that you stream for. And then you'll get affiliated. Once you get affiliated, uh, there's a few perks that you get with your channel, uh, but it's not much, right? But the the one that you really, really want is the partner. So once you get mm, partnered, then okay. you can start playing commercials in your stream, start generating revenue, and you, you're able to get subscribed to. Uh, once you're able to get subscribed to, that means that people can sub to your channel for a month. They pay you $5. I think a tiny, tiny little percentage of that goes to Twitch, like a few cents. The rest goes to you and um 
and then for that month that user will get whatever you've created the content for that user that falls under the subscribe mode so they get you know emoticons they get you know some special chat privileges mm. some shout outs like a lot of people like to do these shout outs that appear above your head and then some text mm. to voice i've seen that is also common so you know once you get to partnered and it's a little bit harder you you need to have like 75 average viewers and stream for like tw uh, 24 days separately but once you get there then i think that's when you can actually like start evolving your content gotcha and um so are you always going to switch or stream the same game and if you are like what are your goals within the, like those twitch streams so that's a good question um i grew up with that game and a lot of people that know me know me through that game so i think to answer your first question yeah. I, I i do want to say i'm going to stay with that game i will casually play other games and and stream it uh but the competitiveness i think will stay with with starcraft for now um and my goal is to get back into that grandmaster league uh oh, okay 200 people that that i explained earlier yeah that that was actually gonna be a question where i was like so are you are you trying to compete again <laughs> um i don't know about competing in tournament or maybe online tournaments like, i don't okay. know about flying and all that but online tournaments i will definitely you know don't mind competing on yeah, it's gonna be kind of hard though, right now, especially now. I don't know if you're if there are any tournaments right now that people are going, but they should all be online. If if not, are there yeah. any? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. They're all they've all become online. Even like there's casters, there's these commentators that will commentate on the game by on their house, like from their house. So yeah, it's all turned online. You're you're right. Damn. Okay. So if I were to go on like. Grandmaster leaders for um for StarCraft 2. Do we see your name or would we have to go like to previous previous um ranks or uh previous seasons is what seasons. it's called. Okay, um okay. but if you look up my uh Blizzard profile, you can see that I it shows like eight time Grandmaster. It, it oh, shows no it way. in your in your career. So yeah, it's a, like at least you have proof, you know what I mean? Well, like the other day, um I won a uh, Warzone solo. Well, is that tracked as well on yeah. on my Blizzard account? No. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. That's yeah, really yeah. really cool. They make it like they the industry makes it very competitive at that. Right, and that. it's your digital footprint, right? Like, mm -hmm. you know, no matter, like, hell, I can die tomorrow and that thing will stay there forever until Blizzard, you know, decides to delete those old accounts. But but that stays there forever, you know? Yeah, that's really, really cool. I'm, I'm really excited. Do you have, like, a website that you're, you're also working on or have? Uh, like a personal website of mine? Yeah. I do not. Oh, well, um... I have a StarCraft one, um, a Facebook page, but I, I don't have, besides my LinkedIn, I don't have one that's personal of mine. Okay, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Were you ever thinking of that? Like, like what would, would you say it would be a successful success for you within, like, this um, stream, um, Twitch stream? Like, in five years, where do you... where? If you see yourself in five years, what would you consider it being successful? How would it look like, your Twitch channel? Interesting. Five years is a good time. Uh, let me see if I can answer that like in a progression um, manner. Like, I think in a year, I want to be partnered. Um, 
I want to take, you know, the next few months to really like set up my stream, you know, have the quality and the content ready and then get partnered. Once I get partnered, then I think, I think you have this multiplier effect. So another thing that helps really is knowing people. So I, I've known a few streamers now in the game that I'm, I, I'm in, right? Starcraft. Mm -hmm. And these streamers are pretty big. Um, and there's this community sense where once you start you know knowing and becoming friends with these people there's a it's community driven and what i mean by that is that when they like for example when they close their stream they raid you so what, what raiding means is hmm. when i'm done with my stream i'm i want to quit I've, I've been streaming for three hours now <laughs> i'm tired i want to go take a break but hey i have a hundred viewers who are watching me uh what do i do with these 100 viewers i raid your channel you know eyes on me um, and all those 100 viewers that are watching me will go to your channel and it'll and it'll give you a notification saying hey you got raided by you know days or Carlos um, so raiding is a big way to get your name out and and if you have these big streamers raid you you can overnight get like you know a bunch of new followers a bunch of new subscribers Damn. so you know I think having a network of other streamers other people that that you know are in that i guess community uh yeah. helps a lot and, yeah. and like how how'd you meet them is it just through through the years that you've met different players competing um so one of them which is actually has become the biggest streamer on sorry i i joined the the pro game the the sponsored team that i joined he was in that team with me and we both played in this team for a few months so while we were in that team, I befriended him and he ended up being, uh, I speak Spanish, obviously. Um, and he, he lives in Mexico and his English was not that good. So I helped like translate a lot of things for him. Uh, oh, and we really became cool. friends. Yeah. So, and he's awesome. He's really, he gets like a thousand viewers, uh, every time he, get, he logs on. And is it, is it because he's really good at the game or just because he may like he, he just had like that luck um that's a good question so i've i've been trying to answer this question myself is what really brings more viewers to you is like you being really good at the game that you play or being more you know having more content for your viewers being you know funny engaging friendly and i think it's a mix of both but more leaning towards you being like creating a personality for yourself mm -hmm. I've seen streamers who are not good at StarCraft at all, but they get a lot of viewers because they're funny, because they do weird shit, because they get really angry and they start like breaking keyboards in front of the stream. And it's just, it, it's whatever makes you genuine and whatever makes you like, you know, stand out, I think is really what brings more viewers. Yeah, I agree. I agree. The, people will, can, like, I was going to say, like, are are they just acting but i think i feel like people are smart enough to see like sense that you know sense right. fakeness i guess you could say right right and what's like what who's your favorite streamer right now or twitch my, streamer so i don't know if you know him but okay. he just recently got banned from twitch oh, no uh dr disrespect um well, this guy's huge, right? He's big. He, he creates a lot of content for it. He's got a YouTube channel. He's got tons and tons of followers. Um, and 
this guy has created a personality around him. He's got this fake beard, this fake hair, and that's how everybody knows him. That's how everybody knows him, and he's really entertaining to watch. And he plays all these shooter games like PUBG, Call of Duty, uh, Warzone, Fortnite. He plays all the shooters. Yo, and this guy's a personality. He's a huge, huge, huge Twitch guy. And the reason he got kicked very recently, yeah. actually, was because he started creating his own channel with Mixer. He had he signed a contract with Mixer for millions of dollars, and Twitch was like, uh-uh, we're not going to let that happen. We kicked you out, and he he can't stream on Twitch anymore. Damn. But he's still making bank on Mixer, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 I think he's got he's on another platform because I think Mixer is no longer. But uh, oh, really? So they closed yeah. on Mixer. Ninja yeah, was closed... on there, right? Yeah, Ninja was on there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think about him? Uh, I think I mean he's good. He he he's like the first to do a lot of things. First to get like this many viewers online at the same time. Drake on his channel. I think he's good. He's not my style. He's like I find him annoying to be honest. But he. <laughs> He he he's the gr he's a grinder, right? So I think yeah. you know gr having that grind at the in your early days is really what makes you stand out. You know, yeah. like you know those nights that there's only like three or five people watching you, but you're still streaming and you're still putting out content there. I think that you know takes perseverance, and that's where it all begins. Yeah, no, I love those words that you just said. I love it. This is great. Um, damn. Okay. There's um there's some questions on that i was looking for um but like i know a lot of meme culture comes from gaming <laughs> and like do you do you follow memes or do you have your favorite meme that you always use or refer to uh because oh uh, like goodness. like yesterday you were commenting and i was just like what the fuck <laughs> i really <laughs> didn't know what you were saying like like you you posted something really cool like it was a bunch of different characters that showed a face i don't yeah. know what face it was but yeah so so there's a few websites that you can just go on and you can search for what is considered as twitch spam right um uh -huh. and you'll you'll get either a sentence that rhymes you know like uh whatever that rhymes with the viewer that you're watching or you get the ascii art which is you know when you're using like backspaces and whatever your keyboard to make uh, a face so that I think that's what you were talking to, right? Like yeah, I posted yeah. like this whole like thing. So you could just copy that and then paste it on people's channels, and then you can create spam. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, like uh, I think I guess my favorite meme is Pepe Hands, the frog who's oh, like oh Pepe Hands, yeah, yeah, like hiding or like crying. <laughs> that comes from 4chan, which is a very toxic part of the internet. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> that's <laughs> That's funny. Um, all right, all right, cool, cool. Um, so I, you, I know you mentioned your name, like your Twitch name. It's not Sir Sir Days, or oh, it's Days, right? Days is the name, or is it Sir Days? My Twitch channel is Sir Days, like mm -hmm. Twitch.tv/SirDays. Um, and then inside my inside the game, like in StarCraft, it's I'm just Days. Yeah, I'm just Days. Got you. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. And like, okay. So did you already stream today? I did. I I just got this green screen uh, yesterday, so I've been setting it up my my um, my room kind of, and it's really hot. Uh, this you know this green screen comes with felt, 
so it's like it's pretty hot and it feels stuffy mm. um and then i it, i also so so i realized that with without lights it gets really fuzzy so you need lights and then i turn on these these you know lights that are like studio lights and and it, that even generates more heat so oh, yeah <laughs> it's a lot so yeah. it, it's a lot of investment and and I, you gotta get you know into that mental mode once you had these lights and this back thing behind you, you 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 feel like okay oh shit now i'm doing this for real <laughs> yeah no it gets you in the mood kind of right 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 you're in this like studio mode that oh okay camera's rolling all right let me you know so like a pop a popular question that, that's coming up is will gaming ever die I don't think so. I don't think gaming is going to die. I think gaming is going to evolve and the way that we interact with gaming is going to change. Um, I think Twitch is going to be become more and more interactive as technology increases and we as streamers are going to be able to interact with viewers in different ways that we can't imagine. Like, you know, like recently I was looking at, um, I bought this new keyboard mouse setup that has these lights that are chroma lights and you can synchronize them with your music and synchronize them with sound you can synchronize them with like when you touch a key a key it'll like do this ripple effect so it's very interactive and then they brought it to the next level where you can actually now uh connect it to um your viewers if they have chroma lights in their house and whenever you are experiencing some something in the game they'll they'll light up as well in their room oh no uh, way yeah yeah the only the only limitation is that they need to have chroma as well like chroma devices yeah. so is that you like know, a... you see those lights and stuff in the back is that like razor because mine you, like razor does that or at least yeah. it's the same one yeah i got razor like i like i told you like i i was sponsored by razor like a few years ago so i've decided you know they've been they've been good to me so i i went for razor again yeah, same here. I got the Razer mouse and um, keyboard. Not the newest yeah. ones, but yeah, they do. Like you could set it up. I think they're it's really badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got all Razer right now, so yeah, I, I love that brand. And it's my um, favorite. you showed me the mic yesterday. That mic is dope, but it's it's a what's it called? That's the Blue Yeti mic. Uh, Yeti. A lot of people use that one for for you know it's got like that nice professional look to it yeah. um, and you can just put a stand on it um so that it clamps onto your desk and then it you know you can move it around basically and have it you know next to your face gotcha yeah i have this one uh i don't know if you can see it yeah that's yeah, a yeah, blue yeah, right that's still blue but it's not yeah. the one you showed me when you showed me it looked actually really cool it's like it looks like a professional long more oval than than on circular right Right. And then, I, I really like that one. Yeah, I really like that one. What kind of chair do you have? Is it like a gaming chair, would you say? Um, I have this secret lab chair. Yeah, it is a gaming chair. What um, makes it a gaming chair, though? I need, like, what's what makes it that? Oh, man. So th this actually has a th – this is a highly debated topic. I there's, there's now – a lot of people don't like gaming chairs most lately, and they say – go for these office chairs. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Herman Miller. Um, a lot of people have been talking about Herman Miller lately. Um, and it's, they're really expensive. They're like $2,000, $3,000 chairs. But I do use Damn. one at Microsoft and oh my God, you don't have any back pain. Um, really? Yeah. Oh. yeah. The, 
what I do like about the gaming chairs is they usually have these like long, uh, tall neck or tall heads where you can like rest your head back up against. So I like that about gaming chairs. Um, but to be honest, like if you spend too much time on one, you do start feeling like that fatigue, that back fatigue, like it'll, it'll start hurting. Um, but I mean, they, they feel comfortable and they're very like customizable. Like you can either lean back as much as you want, you know, have it lowered. It's very like customizable to, to your needs. But yeah, but like normal, like any just sitting down normally is just, you're going to have back pains in general or you get fatigued in general with just. The thing is at the beginning, you don't feel that. And then you, you feel it after like a couple months, basically. So, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to notice it at the beginning. It feels really comfortable at the beginning, actually. Gotcha. Yeah. And um, I know you you're you definitely Twitch, um, Star um Starcraft too. But are there any other games that you don't necessarily um stream, but you do play? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll get into shooter games every once in a while. I've, I've played uh, Call of Duty Warzone, I've played uh, PUBG, um, I play Rust, which is like a really cancerous game. Really? Uh, Rust? Oh. Yeah, but I'll, I'll play the shooter games like every once in a while. Um, I'll play League of Legends too, League of Legends, and Overwatch as well, yeah. Overwatch. So I, I have a, a bunch of games, you know, it depends. So, I, I, I are you familiar with Discord? Yeah, yeah. I was going to actually bring that up. I kind of forgot. But, yeah, of course. Yeah, so I think the next step is making my own Discord server. Yeah. Now I'm in my friend's Discord server, and whenever, you know, someone's playing games, someone's doing this or that, I'll just jump in and we can start playing games, right? Um, and I think I see a lot of bigger streamers have their own Discord channel. Yeah. And then they, own create, they create their own you know, little world of people. And I feel like that's the next step, right? Like 100%, 100%. This is yeah. like more than, I've heard this um, Discord more than once already and I've just been streaming like for a few months now. Um, like my little cousin, he's like 15 years old. His name's Anthony and um, he has his own Discord channel with a bunch of kids just like, I, I, I'm on there. I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? And it's it's they're crazy but they're on there till four in the morning it's a community oh, it's a community right there's like another one i'm on for uh, for trading for option trading and stocks and everything there's a bunch of people on there too so it's like and then i was just watching a streamer who talking about discord and having his own discord just for promotion to help other people other streamers and so forth i was like yeah so that's definitely right. something right um like I think a few years ago, while when I was still in Florida, I think we had a hurricane coming, and there was a Discord channel just to tracking this hurricane and all like the science that goes behind on like how potent the hurricane can be. So that was really cool, and you could get like live updates by these like amateur hurricane hunters who are you know very professional about their what they do, and they just shared it like you know they just shared it with the public, which was really cool. So okay. I had fun like tracking that hurricane while while it was there <laughs> coming at us. We're actually getting prepared for a storm down here. I heard. Are you guys ready? Is it bad? Uh, I, I hope not. I honestly haven't done anything. I, I oh, went man. I went to the store, got myself some bananas, ice cream, and um, some water, and oh yeah, and I got myself um, some Pokemon cards. Oh nice. Yeah. Oh man, that's been a while. Mystery Power Cube. I thought. Why not give it a try? It's supposed to, you're supposed to have like three foil cards, so we'll see. 
that's see what it's I been get. a long time since I've opened a pack of Pokemon. Cards. Right? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna do like a an, like a video for it just because more content. That's cool. Are those the newer ones, the newer Pokemon's, or the no, older ones? I think they're, they're the, the older ones. ones. Right? I, I think they're the older ones. Really? Oh, that'd be cool if they're the older ones. Yeah, I really don't know. There's, there, it's a mystery. Because it has, like, the newer ones on one side and then the older ones on the other side. Oh, so wow. You don't, so you don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Um, here, look. Let me see. I actually made a video of, like, cleaning my old Pokemon cards. And it got more views. A lot, a lot of people like it. At least on my Instagram, they're like, we want more of this. I was like, oh, really? Yeah. That's weird. Well, do, do you do you have any Pokemon cards or no? I lost them. I used to have what? a whole album of them, but yeah, that's pretty cool that you kept them. Oh man. No, yeah, I have a. a I just got a Charizard too. Um, Holograph Charizard. Which, that's uh, cool. Right, it's selling like for like over one fifty, which is pretty dope. Wow. Uh, right. Um. What do you call it? Are you playing again later tonight or no? Oh, uh, yeah, I, I'm playing on streaming. I, I actually prefer to stream at night when it gets cooler because I can't deal with my lights during the day. <laughs> like, I'm, I live in Washington. We get, like, this dry heat that is just, like, a lot of houses here don't have AC because it's just, it's only hot for, like, a couple months. And then it gets, like, a lot cooler. Uh, but these are the hot months. Like, July, August are, are pretty hot. I've been but... seeing you snowboard. Or at least I don't know if they're, like, old pictures. But I've seen you've been posting snowboarding pictures. So, yeah. So, I do snowboarding hiking on my free time uh, when I'm not working and I'm not streaming. Um, so, I, I did go snowboarding recently in the summer in Oregon. There is this glacier that you can go to. Uh, it's called Mount Hood, and it's badass. It's totally like this, like beautiful air, and really close to Portland. So you can pass by Portland, e- eat some good food there, and then go snowboarding in Mount Hood. And it's open up until September. Like it's open throughout the whole summer, and you can do the summer snowboarding. That's not too cold, and it's beautiful weather. I, I had a lot of fun there. Damn, I have to go. I have to go up there and visit you. You should come, and we need to go to Whistler, Vancouver, which is one of the... So, Vancouver, obviously, you know, it's a big area. A lot of people want to go there. We can go to Vancouver, and then we can go to Whistler, which is an hour north of Vancouver. And it's, one. It, it's like, I think the biggest resort in North America, a uh, ski resort. And I'm telling you, it's massive. Like, it, they speak legends of that place, and it's really badass. So, so if you're interested this uh, winter... We can go to Whistler because I'm definitely going. Um, and you can do a road trip from here to there. So it's going to be like a three-hour road trip. We're not going back to the office until next year because of this whole Me COVID. neither. Yeah, I'm, that's... I'm like working from home up until next year. So whenever you and we can invite, you know, other other of our friends, that, yeah. that'd be awesome. Dude, that would be great. Uh, that would be really, really cool. Um, is it cool if I bring my dog? <laughs> of course. It's a dog-friendly state. Damn, like you can right. even you can walk your dog into uh, a freaking work at Microsoft or at Amazon. They're very dog friendly places. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, is there is there any anything you want to tell tell or show the stream right now? Oh yeah, I forgot. Um, I was gonna show the picture that I was introduced to when our team got sponsored and officially we would start. You know making money as gamers as pro gamers um it's just a little 
Yeah, let me share my screen. Let me know if you can see that. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah, so this is this is uh so yeah, this is Team Liquid. Um I don't know. I, I think if you guys have been around for a while, you might have heard of this website. Um if you've played Blizzard games, I'm sure you've heard of it, but Team Liquid is a very old website that started from StarCraft 1 and it's been around for all this time and you know, a lot of StarCraft players will share, you know, whatever news here and you know, if if you're streaming on Twitch, it'll, your name will show up here. Um, but yeah, so our team was announced. Our team was was called SMI team. We had a logo. We had everything. We had coaches. Um, and yeah, and this is me right here on the right you. Uh, when I was really young. <laughs> you look the same, bro. You're good. Oh God, this was like man. I want to say 2012, 2013. Oh, and God. these are all like pro gamers in our team. So a lot of these guys were. Uh, pro gamers and other teams and they got picked up to come to our team so it was you know pretty big deal to like to get Jon Snow Jon Snow is a pretty good guy uh pretty pretty like one of the best like players right now um and then the guy who streams who who who's my friend up until now he streams and gets like a thousand viewers every time he streams is Jim Rising here on the on the top left he's from Mexico and, yeah. and I became good friends with him and you know every time he streams he's, he's got a huge amount of followers and I, I think like making those connections is important right 100% 100% in any industry really um, yeah. making those types of connections or any networking pretty much um, helps you just you know you're working you're pretty much working with people in your industry and you're, you can grow with them in a sense and um, like you provide them value they'll provide you value and it just it helps you expand even more to learn um, and then ultimately, you know, get where you want to go um, and, and share as much value as you can, not only to them, but to their followers and vice versa. Um, right, right. Which, like, yeah, another cool thing that I like is that if you guys have um, Amazon Prime, you get Twitch Prime automatically. And you get what? a lot of, yeah, you get Twitch Prime automatically. You get a lot of cool things with it. And one of the, my favorite things, you get one free sub a month. So you can go to your favorite channel that you want to support and you can give them a free sub, which gives them five dollars, uh, which is a, a huge deal for a lot of people, you know? Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, yeah, like getting one extra sub for a lot of people is, is cool. And you're and a lot of people have, you know, their their thing show up at the top and it'll make this like, you know, notification. So it, you make it fun. Right. And a lot of people have things that you can share a message when you get when you sub to someone. So. So yeah, if you have that, I highly recommend to do it and support your favorite streamer. So you you know you help the community out. Dude, that's amazing. I'm totally clipping that and I'm putting that out there forever because I have Prime and I didn't know. Like, can I still connect that account to Absolutely. my current one? Absolutely, you can still do it. Yep. Oh, that's... Yep. Yeah, I think you could do it through Twitch. Um, yeah, it'll you just tell gotta you. sign in or something probably. Yeah, you just gotta authorize it from from Amazon. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a Fortnite fan or player or nah? I've never played. I... It. I've played it. I'm not a fan personally. Why? Um, Why? It's everybody loves it. It's a fucking it's apparently the the biggest thing out there. It's just so childish for me. I feel like I'm playing Looney Tunes. Uh, um, I appreciate it. I understand why it's so popular. Um, I played games like it. Uh, PUBG, I think, is very close to it. You know, it's that uh, battle royale mode. Everybody gets thrown into this one island. 100 people whoever survives out of those 100 wins the game right it's, it's like warzone style. just like warzone right right so i've played PUBG 
for, for at least a year uh, a lot. And I know, I, I feel like I, I like that game. I understand it. Um, then Fortnite came around and just grabbed everything, right? Um, I think it's really easy for kids to get into Fortnite. It's just like, it's easy to understand when you're watching someone play it, you know what's going on without really understanding the game, right? It's like, okay, this guy's going around shooting other people. He flies around from this airplane and he gets dropped in this building. It's it's not that hard, so it's easy to get into. And I think that brings a lot of people over, right? And yeah. at the beginning. Like, um, like um, a gamer that I like follow on Instagram and um, on Twitch is Booga. And like he made like millions, right? For just winning a tournament. And like, is is that possible for like other games as well or other tournaments? You're able to win millions of dollars and then get endorsements and shit like that? Yeah, yeah, I would say so definitely. I think the top players in any competitive game can make a living out of playing competitively. Even StarCraft, I would I, I would say like I can at least name a few short games. So StarCraft for sure, League of Legends, Sia, uh, Counter-Strike, uh, Dota, um maybe halo if they still play competitively and uh call of duty i would say any of those guys that you know you're at the top top level of any of those games you're gonna be able to make a living even a game as old as starcraft people still make a living if you're really really good at it super smash bros i don't so i don't think so because there's not that it doesn't have that big of a viewer base unfortunately mm. which is it's still an awesome game it is but it's but amazing. when you see these uh, smash bros tournaments there the twitch channel does not go up that much so, and that's where all the money is right like if you're getting 20 30 000 views on your channel you're generating revenue you can pay players that much you know or something equivalent but you know when you're making yeah i'm sure you you still get some money but to make it make it a living i i don't know i don't gotcha. know i doubt it to be honest gotcha gotcha um what was i gonna say oh all right so this is like kind of a deep question that that came to mind um for people that may get depressed right like they play so much and sometimes like i see memes of these like <laughs> i'm like they're kind of funny, but at the same time, if you think about it, it's not really that funny. Like, I play a game. I'm playing games for, se for several hours just to hide the fact that I'm depressed. Like, something <laughs> in those lines. What would you either say or do? Not necessarily that, saying that you get depressed or anything, but, like, what helps you just, like, stay consistent and want to do this and stay positive about doing this? I think taking breaks is important. I think a lot of people don't take breaks, like especially me in my uh, young gamer days, I would never take a break. And especially for some reason when I went on a loss streak, like like when I would start losing a lot of games in a row, I would play more and I'd end up like losing like 20 games in a row just because I played all in one session. I don't know why that I do that or I used to do that and I didn't give my brain a time to relax, do something else completely like just go outside, hang out with your friends, go watch a movie, go, you know, talk to your grandma, whatever it is, just get off your computer. Yeah. I think that is very important and that gives your mind a rest and you know, it doesn't get you frustrated, it doesn't get you depressed. Uh, you know, so I think taking a break and doing something else for if it's a day or two days, you know, whatever it is that you're comfortable with, uh, that, but you need that break. I think it's important. Yeah, no, I agree. That's that's very that's very smart to to take breaks. Yeah, thank you.
Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so uh, just to let you know, we've been streaming for 50 minutes. Oh wow, it's already yeah. been 50 minutes. Yeah, wow. it's crazy, right? Um, yeah. I, I had um, I have a couple questions, but what's your favorite um way of eating Oreo cookies? So this season is season one, episode five, right? Um, right. and we have right now 21 different ways that I've tracked. Um, and I have a little counter here on, on, on the stream, but what's your favorite way of eating an Oreo cookie? Okay. Um, I have a very, I guess, vanilla way of, of eating a, an Oreo <laughs> cookie. Okay. It's, um, I, I grab my glass, right? I grab the cookie and then it's a glass of milk, of course, a glass okay. of milk. Okay. I grab the cookie, I dip it, like, one or two dips, like, that's it, and then I eat it. I eat it, like, in a couple bites. Oh, so you, you don't go full on, like, you don't just eat the whole cookie, you, you kind of bite one time and then bite the rest? Right, right. Okay, okay. Right. In fact, do... I'll even I'll even do this thing where, like, some, because I, I bite it, like, in pieces, a little bit of it will fall into my glass of milk, and... It's perfectly fine, right? Now I have this like milky Oreo y. Yeah, uh, hell yeah. Drink, I'm gonna do it. Is... I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way. Right. And I don't know. I just, I like to do that. But definitely need that milk because, you know, the Oreo gets your mouth dry a lot. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. We're gonna add that as number 22. Number twenty-two. So, are you are you tallying up the count of each uh, each way to eat it, and then you're gonna see which one is the most popular way? No, not necessarily which one. It's just a fun way. More the podcast is a lot more than just the cookies. It's more of like I'm like so the podcast has evolved tremendously from the first one being a lot more about the cookie to now it's like more about who I bring on and what kind of value we can provide to to whoever's watching. Right. Um, so yeah, so it's evolved a lot more. So now it's just just a fun way to to come together, eat some cookies, and share some value. Really, I think it's cool. I, I like that. I like that. It, like it makes you think that it is going to be the main topic of it, but then it, it's not really. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's like a general theme across all of it, which is cool. Like you know, you're bringing over like a bunch of different people from all walks of life, but the same question that you're asking them is, you know, how do you eat? Uh, Oreo cookie. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I love it. I love that you see it like that. Um, and I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for this to go on. I've been thinking about like what's going to be episode 100 already, and and I'm just really excited for it to continue. Most likely going to change it up every season. Um, probably have my favorite cookie is like the chocolate chip or uh, chocolate chip cookie, or OG. Um, but we'll have different a variety of cookies on the show, and yeah, it could it could evolve. Yeah, I, I like chocolate chip cookies as well. The chewy one, actually, the one that's got in a red bag. So I really like those. <laughs> Yo, the ones that I, I always think about are one. I, I don't know if you went to Cyprus. You're a year older than me, right? You graduated. Yeah, there. I did go to Cyprus. Yeah. The yeah, cookies they had from Decca. Oh, the crack cookies. They were called. The yeah, they were cookies. so good. They were like what, fifty cents or a dollar fifty or something? They were so good. They were warm, and you can get them in the mornings. Oh. Yeah, oh. those are the best. Those are the oh. best. Um, Good memories. But yeah, but yeah uh, it's 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 54 minutes, bro. I want to say that like I really appreciate you jumping on today. I know it was a last minute thing, 
Um, I think personally you shared a lot of information, a lot of value that I can go. I'm going to go on later this week and slice it up. You'll probably see it in like a few weeks from now because I'm really behind. I'm still on like episode two of slicing it up. Um, but I, I really appreciate it. I really appreciate you coming Yeah, what, what software do you use to like do the post-processing and editing? Um, I use Premiere, Adobe Premiere. Premiere. Yeah, okay. I love okay. Adobe products. They're... So I do, maybe I might ask you a few tips because I do this next winter, I'm going to start a YouTube channel, but for snowboarding, I'm going to get a GoPro and I want to start doing editing videos. Like I'm going to get a lot of footage of me snowboarding and then I want to, you know, narrow it down like a lot, like because a lot of people, you know, love these like 10 second clips, yeah. but you, you're getting it from like three hours of footage. So I need to like, zoom, like you know, it. so yeah. yeah, if you can give me some tips for that, I'll, I'll definitely reach out for that. Oh yeah. The first thing just right now is like, choose the, choose a song that you want to like, that you want to use. I did it too. It's a lot easier when you have the song that you want and then you can like kind of cut match it up to the beat and whatever. To the beat of the song. Oh yeah. yeah. That's a good that's, idea. That's, yeah. I'm not, I'm not the best editor i wouldn't say like i'm very simple straightforward like i just want to i just want this this and this there's there's professionals who study this that i work with i work at flexio right and we have a whole production studio and editors animators and yeah but I, i'd I'd, i could provide a bunch of tips from what i've learned from them oh that's really cool yeah, yeah that'd yeah. be badass hell yeah um is there anything you'd like to share before we we do end this um yeah just check out my twitch channel if you guys want to twitch.tv slash surdays um i'll be streaming some games and then i'll post that at my youtube channel when i when i get that started um and i'll share your podcast uh from my twitch channel as well so awesome. yeah that'd be cool awesome i'll send you the the link to this to this podcast too just so you can have if you want to share it to anybody um you're more than welcome i'm sure um you have fans already that want to see <laughs> and learn from you. Um, and you, you've provided a lot of value. So thank you again. Um, I'm definitely going to take you on that offer to go over there and visit yeah. you. Yeah. Awesome. No, this was a lot of fun. Yeah. No, this was great. I actually really enjoyed doing this. This cool. was fun. Cool. Cool. Maybe in like a, a year or so, we'll do it again and we'll see what's yeah, new. For sure. All right, I'm All right just, man. I'll see you later. Thank you thank for you. having me. Yep. Bye. Bye. There you go. That was really cool.